0: Okay, I don't really have a uh, a superset uh, plan or script whenever I do these things, so I have no idea, like, how bad this is going to be a ramble and whether or not I'm going to actually share it. But I was thinking about, uh, more and more lately, I've realized that I'm starting to uh, experience a large amount of depression as I, I'm now 50 years old, and I I've, I've realize, like, I'm definitely on the last half of my life and maybe even well more than the last half of my life considering my dad uh, died uh, before, what the hell was he? He was 56 when he had his first heart attack. I don't remember exactly, um... shit, I don't want to do the math. Anyways, he was a young man considerably, and uh, I have, genetically speaking, the same kind of uh, thing. Like, they, they they, all basically tell you if your dad died of a heart attack, you're going to die of a heart attack, uh, kind of young kind of thing. Like, like, th- it's been ingrained in me that because my father had heart issues, that that means I will have heart issues, and if my dad died young, I can expect to die young. Uh, and so, if you factor all that in, uh, I'm definitely, well more than all my laughter last half of my life, right? Because uh, the likelihood that I would make it to 98 or 100 um, is pretty fucking slim if the, if the statistics are right, that I'm more than likely going to die of a heart attack like my dad. Um, and so, like, I might have 20 years left or something like that. So, I've, I, you know, I'm, I'm like three-fourths of the way through my life. Maybe, you know, and, and it depresses me. Yes, it depresses me to think that, I don't have a lot of time left, but I also know that it doesn't do any good to spend, you know, every waking day uh, thinking about how little time you have left. It's the whole watching the clock thing. Like, you wake up at 3 in the morning when you have to get up at 5, and you're like, oh my God, I only get two hours left of sleep, uh, left. And so you try to go back to sleep, but you can't because you know you only get two more hours, and then 10 minutes later you wake up, and you're like, fuck, now I only get like an hour and 50 minutes of sleep. And, you know, you start playing that game. And that's kind of like how I feel like is happening now. It's like there's that part of me that's saying, uh, oh, shit, I might only have like 30 years at best, maybe 20 years, uh, if I'm lucky, uh, left in me. Because um, I'm heavier than my dad was. Uh, my, th- my diabetes is more controlled than his. But, you know, anyways, all these things are playing into my mind. Like, like you don't have a lot of time left. Uh, your, your life is on the downward spiral, if you will. And uh, I thought to myself, like, this, this must be what it feels like to have that uh, so-called midlife crisis. That moment when you realize that you're not going... Th- like, this is the point that I'm starting to realize. I am not going to accomplish the things I thought I was going to accomplish as a young man. Like, I'm running out of time. I don't have time to become a world-famous author like I always wanted to be when I was younger. It's not, it's not likely going to happen. Now... I can argue that it still could. You can find all these stories about people who didn't start writing until they were in their late years and, and caught lightning in a bottle and became famous and wrote some of their best work when they were seventy or whatnot. Like I could find I could always find examples to try to give the encouragement that that something big is still on the horizon. But the point being is that I'm starting to realize that that more and more I realize my life um, I've already I've already this is as good as it pretty much is going to get. Like I, I, and, and, and there's that realization that I failed in life. Like I, I realized, and it's, this is a tough thing because this is where it gets spiritual too. Like on the one hand, I want to say that our whole purpose of being here is to have experiences. And so you can't fail at having experiences. Maybe my, my experience in this life is to experience what it was like to, to fail at all your dreams. Um, and, and and so and may, that is the experience. So I can't say that I failed at life because if my if my purpose in life was to to feel what it feels like to not make your dreams, to not succeed, to not become anything, to not be of any value to the world, to have no fucking you know whatever, then then I've experienced that, and therefore I haven't failed because that's what I was supposed to experience is being nothing. And uh, and so there's that that part of me that's just thinking, well is life over? You know, do I, is this all I have to le- left to look, look forward to is is doing a daily grind at a job that I don't really enjoy, um, getting angry at employees, uh, fellow co-workers who treat me like shit because they don't think I'm competent or whatever the case may be and me trying to prove myself at fucking 50 years old that I can still hang with the fucking 20-year-old kid and, and all these things going through my head and I'm thinking to myself, is that it? Like, and then I'm going to come home and I'm going to watch play video games all day long and fucking watch fucking TV shows and that's it. Like I I got some friends, I hang out, I I talk, but I'm realizing I'm not going to accomplish a fucking thing. Like there's nothing I'm going to accomplish. Um, and, and, and and my life is going to be just hanging out with friends and, and, uh, until I die. And, uh, so I was sitting there thinking about this Depressing set of circumstances last night And I decided to start kind of looking for Like books on midlife crisis Like how do you deal with that mentality Because I heard I heard someone else tell me recently That uh, my age somebody, Someone someone, my age Was saying you know we Are just getting at that age Where job satisfaction is extremely high And um, And that just kind of comes with being our age and he didn't put all the dots together on why that's the case, but I think the reason being is because it's about this time in your life when you realize that you're never going to accomplish anything in life. Like, And, and, and that's part of the reason why I think that when you get around 50, you start reevaluating your life and what, how much time you have left, and you realize your career is almost done. Like, in a perfect world, if you had saved up for retirement, you're looking at i reti- am looking at retiring in 15 years in a perfect world. Now, most Americans, it seems, uh, have very little in savings, a little, and very little planned for the future. And so now they're having to work till they're fucking 80 to try to have a chance at retirement. And that exhausts me. Like just the idea that that uh, I don't get to retire in 15 years because I fucked up early in life again. Like every fucking thing I did was the wrong choice in life. Every fucking thing. I didn't go into the right degree. I didn't finish my degree. I didn't fucking make the right career choices. Uh, I always spent money that I shouldn't have spent instead of saving. And so now I'm sitting here looking at being 50 years old, no fucking hopes of retirement, having to work till I'm fucking 80, which means that I'm going to die in the workplace. I'm not going to get to enjoy my retirement. All these fucking negative things start flooding my head as I realize that fucking my life is is shit. Like that's, that's... what it boils down to. And I don't want to be disrespectful to my wife and my friends because I appreciate my wife's life. They're the, my wife and my friends are the only thing that has made this life um, tolerable. Um, I feel like I should have done something with my life and I didn't do anything with my life. I feel worthless. Um, but the only thing that made it tolerable is I had other friends that were accepting of my worthlessness. And, um, and so I got this hankering last night to kind of like, you know, I I think I'm experiencing the full-on midlife crisis. And I wonder if there's any books or audios or whatnot that can really kind of help give me a pep talk of like preparing myself for death, you know, preparing myself for the last half of my life. And it's not even half. Like Like, I keep saying the last half of my life, but it's not the last half. I'm already well past the half point of my life. And so I'm just like, what, you know... Can I read something that will give me something to look forward to as I as I prepare myself essentially for the inevitable, which is you, you had a you had a worthless life that didn't account for anything and, and, and then you died and, and that's just fucking it. So I found this book last night that kinda sounded interesting and, and it may be a little dry. I got the I got the audiobook version. There was actually two versions of this book. The short version that's like two and a half hours and then the long version which is like eight and a half hours. They're actually branded with two different titles, same author. Um, But basically it was like, hey, you know, his his shorter book, the two and a half hour one was listed as, oh my gosh, every doctor should have to prescribe this as required reading for anybody who hits 50 because it's a great book of kind of reevaluating your life and realizing... know what you want out of life and what you've done and uh but then somebody in the review of that book that I was about to buy uh they said oh you know this is a much shortened and condensed version of his much longer work uh you know this other book that I decided to buy and they said you know the longer work really went into a lot of detail on these topics whereas a short book just kind of touches on it and I decided I want the longer detail so I bought the longer version of the book I don't know if that's a mistake or not we'll see but part of the, the very, very start, the intro, uh, the author starts hinting at things I think I know where he's going, and it made me think, I got a lot of road noise, by the way, so I'm not sure how, I'm like, already oh yeah, I feel like my voice is starting to get sore, like I'm having to try and strain over top of the road noise, because it seems like the car is very loud today. It's raining pretty heavy here in the Seattle area, and so I got a lot of water on the road and a lot of road noise that maybe isn't there normally so I'm kind of straining my voice. like I, I, I literally feel like my voice is hurting already. I like just started talking. So I'm trying to back off my voice to save it a little bit, but uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to hear me over the road noise, which is another reason why this audio may not get published. But I was thinking, as, as, as he started to lay out the argument at the beginning, then and the way I saw the... Well, first of all, one of the things that, that appealed to me was he's a Jungian <coughs> psychologist, and I and I've studied Jung a lot uh, indirectly. I mean, when I was in, in, in college studying psychology, Freud and Jung were, were big people you had to study. And then as I got into the occult and the esoteric, Jung was a huge. Um, Carl Jung was a huge um, basis of synchronicity and archetypes and all these things that are heavy into occult and esoteric and new age thinking. And so when I heard that this guy was kind of a, a Jungian psychologist, I thought, well, I can resonate with that. I've been reading and studying that stuff my whole life, so this will make it interesting. And one of the things that, that he said that kind of resonated in the early part of the book, I mean, like I'm literally like in the introduction still, and I listened to it last night long enough that I, that I, had, a, I had an epiphany and decided I needed to go meditate on it for a bit, so I did some meditation last night what he said was the first half of your life and he lists that as basically prior to 50 um, is a lot of discovering what it is you do and don't like like it's a period of exploring what it is you do and you don't like the second half of your life or the last half of your life or as my case less than last half of my life should be devoted to now that you know what you like and you don't like making yourself a reality that, that is in keeping with what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. And it made a lot of sense to me. I was thinking, yeah, you know, uh, on the one hand, I can make a counter-argument that, that part of the reason why time flies when you get older is people tend to stop learning new things. And so every day feels exactly the same, and therefore time flies. And you have this perception that time just flies by at the end because... Every day is the same, and that's what I'm experiencing. Like, every day is the same. Nothing changes. And it's because I'm not pushing myself to learn something new, I think. So on the one hand, I don't know if I totally agree with them that, that now that i figured out what I want, the second half should be just going on autopilot because I think that autopilot thing is part of the reason why time flies so fast. But what I do think has significance is the idea that I've already decided a lot of... of what brings me joy and what doesn't bring me joy, what kind of people I like to be around and what kind of people I don't, what kind of things I, you know, that I feel rewarded about and don't. And so rather than spending a lot of time exploring more of trying to figure out what I like, maybe I should realize that the time for exploring what you might like and not, not like is kind of coming to an end. Now it's time to do something with the knowledge that you have. Now I know certain things about myself. I know certain things. And and now I should try to rearrange my life perhaps to to give me more of what I like and don't like that I've already basically established. That was part of my thought that I had last night. The other part that I had that I was thinking was um, and all of a sudden the idea is slipping me was something to the effect of Oh uh, shit! Oh, so there was a, there was a there was a part in the story in the introduction where he talked about this man. I don't remember if it was the author himself or some other man. He was like he was somebody else could have written the introduction and been talking about the author. But this man who had reached his midlife had a dream, and in his dream he found him. So he was a professor. This this guy in real life, not out not in the dream. In real life, this guy was an educated professor. He had written books, he'd done all these different things, and he had accomplished a lot in his life and was considered a real academic. And then uh, he had this dream in which he found himself in a classroom, and he realized that he was way behind everybody else, and, and he, was, he was nervous because he had a test to take, and he knew that he was way behind everybody else in the room. And this teacher comes up to him and says in the dream, I'm not going to allow you to fail this test. And uh, and he realized that this was the problem he had his entire life. That his mother would always tell him that she wasn't going to allow him to fail and so a lot of times he spent his life doing things that his mother wanted him to do because she refused to allow him to fail and he was going to get a good education and he was going to get a good job and he was going to be successful and she wasn't going to allow him to fail. And, in a dream, he realized, and this was like a turning point in his life, just this, this dream. In the dream, he realized, and he says to the teacher, You know what? I don't have to prove anything to you. I don't need to take your test. I don't need to prove anything. And essentially, the attitude was, I'm too fucking old to have to worry about fucking impressing you. Like, I've already done everything I'm going to do, and I don't need to prove anything to you anymore. And that was the part that really resonated with me last night. Was, was that I still spend a lot of time of my life uh, trying to validate myself and prove that, uh, that, I've, that I've got value and that, that I'm worth keeping and that as an employee that, that, that I'm worth keeping and uh, as a husband that I'm worth having or as a friend that I'm worth having and, and I'm beginning to think that this is a mistake in a sense that I don't have fucking anything to prove anymore. Like, I shouldn't have to try. I either am or I'm not. At this point, I've, I've I've lived a long life. I don't need to prove anything anymore. I don't need to spend my time trying to become better and better at something and prove myself, because <clears throat> the striving part is over. And when I started to think about this, I had an immediate sense of relief. I was like, you know, oh my god, like it would feel good to just fucking tell people, you know, I'm too old for that kind of shit. Like. I don't really give a fuck to try and climb the ladder. I don't really give a shit whether you like me or not. I don't really give a shit whether or not I fucking uh, pass that test or take the test. I don't give a shit whether you think I'm a good tech or a bad tech. Just the whole idea of, I've lived long enough that what I am is what I am, and I really don't fucking give a shit to prove anything to you anymore. Like, it is what it is. And yeah, if there's younger guys that are better than me, so what? I have nothing left to prove. This is what what I did in my life. This is what I've done. If you don't like it, then fuck you. Like that—that that is it. That's—that's that's what I've accomplished. This is all the better I'm going to get, and I'm okay with that, and I'm at peace with it. That. And that's—that's that's what I thought would be a, a great place to be. Like it would be great if I could just accept myself for all my flaws and say, just what I said: I'm never going to be a good tech. I'm never going to learn how to do some of these things these 20-year-olds coming out of college can do. They're already programmers. They already know how to fucking write new things and create new programs and do troubleshooting that I'll never be able to do. It's a struggle for me to do it. And rather than try to fake my way through it and take another class and learn a new skill so I can try to keep up with the, the kids that are fucking coming out of college nowadays, maybe I just need to fucking relax and say, you know what, fuck it. I'm an old man. I... You know, I, I had my days. I did my days of going to college and trying to be better and whatever. I didn't do great at it. I hope you do better. Great for you. But my time of striving is done. I have done that already. I have, I've, I have already done the rat race. I have already tried to climb the ladder. I have already tried to do better and get promoted. And if I could get to the point where I'm just satisfied to say, I'm done with that, I could give zero fucks anymore. Whether or not I climb the ladder or lose my job tomorrow. Like, I'm done. It's like, I've, I've proven all I need to prove. And that was, and that was a nice thing. And, 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 and what I'm saying is, like, when I say I've proven all I need to prove, I'm not saying I, I'm king shit and I've already proved it to everybody. And, now, and it's not it's not like a Michael Jordan going out saying, I've got five rings and I don't need to fucking prove anything to anybody anymore. It's not that because I didn't do anything. Like I didn't, but you know what I did? I did? I did what I did. And that's it. Like, it is what it is. But I'm done fucking having to prove it. Like, that's that's where I want to be. When I say I'm done, I don't mean that I'm really done because my mind hasn't got there yet. But inside, I, I, I feel a massive sense of relief of just saying, that's what it is. It is what it is. I This is me. That's all the further I'm going to accomplish. I'm not going to get any better. I'm not going to write any major book. I'm not going to fucking solve any world crisis I'm not going to fucking help anybody significantly I'm, I'm just taking up space and that's just all there is to it and I'm okay with that and if you aren't, aren't okay with that then too bad for you because I don't have fucking time to prove anything to you and I, I just I don't know it sounds negative when I say it that way but, but I can see why old people get this attitude of, of I'm too old for that shit that is so liberating. Like, as an old man now, I can I can realize that I, I can appreciate that I'm too old for this shit. Like, when something gets too hard and somebody wants you to lift a bunch of shit and you know it's going to hurt your back, the answer is, no, I'm not going to fucking help. I'm too fucking old for that shit. Like, I did that when I was younger. I hurt my back. I fucking... I did enough lifting and fucking hurting my back. I'm too old for that shit now. And I'm not going to... I don't. My pride doesn't feel the need to fucking lift a bunch of bags and prove myself to be worthy that I'm still the young man I used to be because I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not. I'm just fucking... I did that when I was younger and hurt and now I realize you know what? Fucking, I got nothing to gain if I fucking continue to do it. In fact, the more I realize that life is almost over the more I realize how dumb it is to strive to do anything because I'm just not going to accomplish anything and I don't have time to beat myself up over yet more failures. What's the point of that? So, I'm trying to come at peace with that. Like, I'm going to continue to listen to this book. In fact, I had a, I had a struggle this morning as I headed to work. I had a struggle on whether or not to listen to more of my book and think about some new thoughts, you know, and, and try to rearrange my thinking or to do this recording. And I kind of lean, obviously, to the recording. But on the way back, maybe I'll, I'll just spend some more time with the book. But that's where I'm at right now. I just feel like... I just feel like... um, I don't want to spend the rest of my life striving for something when the likelihood of me accomplishing anything at this point is slim. So why beat yourself up trying to do something when your time for doing stuff is coming to an end? Let somebody else who's just starting... And, and has lots of time to change the world let them change the world because my time is done Like I, I had my run um, I didn't succeed most people don't I shouldn't be again I, I, I really try to let, lighten up on myself a little bit most people don't fucking become something great and so I didn't become something great fucking so what most people don't um, and I had my run that was it over like and now that's that's part of my thinking now part of my other thinking is is that the reason why I got the book is I thought there's got to be something to motivate you to get through the day every day once you hit 50 and that's what I'm looking for now it's like okay so now that we've acknowledged that my my sense of accomplishment me doing anything in the world is pretty much done I can pretty much probably ignore that that I'm going to accomplish anything. But what do I do with my days? Like what, what do I get happiness from? Because my happiness is not going to come from doing something great. So now my happiness has to come from something else. And that's the part that I'm not fully working out yet is what, what brings me joy? I know that I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy sitting down and having a long drive with a friend. Uh, And just talking about shit, about life, about love, happiness, you know, philosophical things. I like having drinks with some friends and and getting a little drunk and having long philosophical conversations. I see myself, my wife joked that I'm going to be this old man who sits in the bar and goes to the bar every, every day and just sits there and talks philosophy with another old man. And I was like, you know, that doesn't actually sound all that bad like just shooting the shit with somebody and talking about what we did with our lives or didn't do with our lives Like I'm almost at the point now where I'm more content to tell stories about what I did in the past than looking forward to what I'm going to do in the future and I think for a younger man or a woman that that would sound extremely depressing and I get it if you're younger you still think you have time to change things, you still think you have time to, to take on the world and be something great so the idea of, of, of getting to a point where you're like, I've got nothing else to look forward to. All I'm going to do is talk about what I've done in the past. Sounds extremely depressing, right? But unless you're of that age, it doesn't make sense. And now that I'm of that age, I can say, man, I see value in retelling stories of the younger days, of, the, of your glory days, of the crazy things you did and the crazy things you didn't do. Some of my best... Times are recalling with friends crazy shit that happened to us when we were younger, and so one could say, yeah, we're living in the past. But it's, I guess, it's part of the dying cycle, right? Is you're, you're reevaluating what you did with your life, and and that's where I'm at now. I'm, a, I'm trying to spend more time enjoying, remembering what I did do with my life and what I didn't do, um, not regretting. I don't, I don't think it's good to spend a lot of time regretting, but maybe just kind of laughing at it, poking fun at the things that you, you you did do and the things that you thought you were going to do but didn't pull off because again most people don't pull it off and that in itself is kind of funny how many of us think we're going to do certain something and we don't and, 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 it, can, and it can be just something that just kind of like is a yeah let those young whippersnappers really think that they're going to do something some of them will some of them will and probably every young whippersnapper who uh, who listens to something like this would say, yep, I'm going to be that guy or that girl who's going to change the world. And then someday they're going to be me and they're going to sit there going, you know what? Maybe I just need to realize I'm not going to fucking do anything in life and I'm just going to fucking live on the, the glory days. Uh, you know, like Bruce Springsteen. Glory days. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You just That's all you have to look forward to is remembering what you did as a young man and the, the crazy shit, the good shit, stuff that makes you laugh and smile. Stuff that you can share with friends. So anyways, that's where I'm at. Just thought I'd uh, muse about that on my way to work. And I think I will wrap this audio up if I can find a way to do that. So I'll go here.